0: Welcome to Best Laid Plans, the podcast about planners, planning techniques, and all things planning adjacent. This is Sarah Hart Unger, and this is episode 35. I don't really remember which episode it is in the middle of season two, and to be completely honest with you all, I kind of forgot that we were in a second season, and I kept my numbering consistent. But we are in season two of this podcast. 35 episodes mean it's been going on for about two-thirds of a year now, and so that's kind of exciting. And where are we in the year is that for me, we are about to be finishing with quintile number one as my oldest heads to spring break next week, although my younger two have spring break the week after, so that makes it a little bit confusing. That coincides really nicely with the way that normal quarters of the year work for most people. So I guess I'm in sync with the rest of the world, those of you who use quarters and those of you who use quintiles. So perhaps we'll have to do a quarterly wrap up for an episode coming up. But for today, I have the excitement of sharing some fun products with you all today. The first is going to be a planner, which there's been a lot of buzz about with the release, and that is the day designer. And I was actually very, very lucky in that a very kind listener to this podcast um, named Leslie had some planner fails of her own, including a mini day designer that she had bought, I guess for June, t- July, 2020 to June, 2021. I absolutely feel her pain as this was a time in which I went through a whole slew of planners trying to figure out how to get my life to work. Maybe the answer wasn't to switch planners 10 times, but actually it turned out to be not the world's worst coping mechanism. And, um, the benefit of this planner fail for her was that she, uh, offered to send it to me and she even threw in another one, which I'll discuss in a future episode. But thank you so much for sending this so that I can try out this beautiful planning product. Um, and I really am kind of struck by it and I'm actually considering trying it for real, um, after I've been experimenting with it. So a little bit about the Day Designer. The Day Designer has monthly and daily layouts and a little bit of goal-setting material up front. What it doesn't have that I'm used to using very consistently is weekly pages. So that does set it apart from the current systems that I've been more used to. It is a thick planner because there's a page for every single day, and I believe it is 80-pound paper, so it is not um, super thin paper. So given that, I measured it, and the pages um, with the cover come to about 3 centimeters, and this is the mini version, but I'm assuming the thickness is probably pretty consistent since the pages included are the same. And when I actually measure the diameter of the beautiful golden O-rings that this is bound with, it is about 4 centimeters. So these are some pretty wide rings, which makes it a pretty kind of chunky uh, looking planner. Not, you know, to a, an unattractive extent, but when you are used to using volumes as slim as, say, the Wonderland or maybe a Hobonichi Cousin of Vac, which is really just, sorry about that made a loud noise, really just a centimeter and a half thick or so, um, this is, um, you know, takes up a little bit more weight on the desk. So the day dinner designer does come in two sizes and they are releasing their flagship series, which goes from July 1 to June 30 in just a couple of weeks. So they have brand new covers shown on their website and they're trying to build excitement about this planner. So I guess this sample came to me at a really opportune time. The covers, I have to say, are gorgeous, particularly those available in the original size. They have a um, very cute little gingham one. They have a classic stripe one. They have a number of floral patterns that I found really pretty, including one called Petals that has a bit of a rainbow watercolor type effect. My daughter looked at all the covers. She proclaimed the more solid and striped ones very boring, but really liked the kind of paint patch looking one that's got a more abstract look as well as the floral patterns very much. And upon about a 30 second inspection, told me that she wanted a day designer of her own. So this is um. Uh, eight to nine year old approved but actually i really like the look of these covers as well as i mentioned there are two sizes the original size is bigger than the planners that i've been used to in recent times it is nine inches wide by 9.75 inches tall and their website says this fits in backpacks and large purses the mini size is 6.6 inches wide and 8.3 inches tall. And if you tear out a page from the planner, it is basically a five size. It um kind of overlays exactly on my you know Hobonichi, so I'm used to that size of a page. Um, so that would be their mini size. Now, when I actually take you through a flip-through, I have my mini planner right here. The cover is very sturdy printed cardboard. It looks like it would hold up well. Um, to being tossed in a bag. I mean, this is very, very kind of firm cardboard, and there are uh, reinforced gold corners. Um, I believe all the colors are with gold, although I will have to check because there are two canvas covers which kind of look a little bit like a golden coil vibe uh, that are a little bit more plain, and I'm not entirely sure they always have the gold covers as well because I think that might kind of ruin the super um, kind of uh, I don't know monochrome look, but I will. Uh, I'll put that in the show notes, whether or not the canvas covers also have these uh, reinforced corners. But this one does, um, which makes it very sturdy. There is a front pocket in the front. The pocket itself doesn't feel, I guess it is a bit reinforced, but it's paper, not plastic. And I could see that perhaps wearing down over a 12-month period if this was used regularly. And then in the pocket of the planner, uh, Leslie was kind enough to leave me a sheet of stickers that come with the planner. I believe it actually comes with two but she probably tried out a few. Of course, it is her planner, so she had every right to do that. Uh, And the stickers are great because they're completely functional. Uh, They really have little titles like to do, or they are little flags or coffee cups or airplanes or check marks. So for me, planning is usually more about function than it is about decoration. And these are the kind of stickers that I might use to spice up a page, but they also really serve a purpose. So that makes me happy. Then you have a cover page where you get to put your word of the year, and it's a little bit of a thicker paper, followed by some um, goal-setting pages. There's a little bit of a self-assessment. There's a values page with um, a pretty circular diagram there, and then we have some kind of goal-setting sheets. Now, these are a little, I don't know, at least in the mini size, it has a list, um, a grid for like eight goals, and then across the um top it has goal description monthly actions weekly routine daily habit i feel like my goals tend to be a little bit more complex, so I'm not sure what I would put in these teeny tiny boxes, but it's still a nice idea and a place just to force you to think kind of about what your goals might look like. There is an ideal month sheet, which is also interesting. I feel like the ideal week is something I've seen at a lot of places, but an ideal month is not that common. And then there is um, a cute little ideal week spread that you can fill out, followed by a yearly calendar that goes all the way, this is a, this was from last year, and it goes from January of 2020 To December of 2021. So I assume the new flagship will go from the beginning of 2021 to the end of 2022. And then there is a list of holidays. And it looks like the holidays included are kind of US federal holidays, as well as some Christian holidays and Jewish holidays. They also mention Kwanzaa. I don't see any other types of religious holidays listed here. So maybe in future editions, they will work on their inclusivity as well. As we've talked about, I like it when planners have really as many holidays as they can fit in there because um, it's very easy to ignore a holiday that doesn't apply to you, but it's nice to see the holidays that you celebrate when you buy a planner. Okay, so that's what they have listed there. And then they have a sheet for birthdays, which is nice because I always have trouble tracking those. And so that's listed at the beginning, and then they go into the meat of their pages. Now, the difference between this planner and, again, all of the planners that I've used in recent times is that there is no weekly spread. So, for me, I don't 100% know how I would get around that. I thought about perhaps going a little bit more digital for my weekly. I know that's a little bit, um, I don't know, like, uh, anti-what I've talked about uh, all the time, but not really. You guys know I'm into digital solutions as well. Or I could see pairing this with a very compact weekly system, such as a Hobonichi Weeks or a Jibun Checho light, perhaps, that's uh, really tiny and light and just shows the weekly calendar, or some combination of both a digital and some kind of a, a paper system. Or these do have pretty large monthly spreads. I could imagine keeping most appointment details in the monthly. That would make the monthlies very high traffic, very high use. But maybe having a more global view of what one's month looks like rather than focusing on each week as I do right now might actually be useful for some people and might be a fun experiment for me to take on. Because sometimes I feel like I zoom in so close to my weekly goals and then I get to the end of the month and I haven't achieved a lot of what I want to do for the month. But being forced to face those every time I was going to kind of create a week's plan might actually be a little bit more healthy for me. So today's episode is brought to you in part by PrepDish. If you're headed into a busy spring, and aren't we all, I definitely think it's worth taking a look at what PrepDish has to offer. I personally have been using PrepDish for years now to plan our family's meals. It is truly so much easier and better than what I could come up with on my own. Every Friday, I receive a new weekly meal plan straight to my inbox. This includes an ingredient list, a prep plan, and all the recipes you need for the week. There are separate plans for gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. And now they've even added a protein boost option. For years, we've been using the super fast menu as a scaffold for our weekly dinner plans. I love that I can easily make adaptations or substitutions if I need to, but also the recipes are genuinely really well thought out and truly taste great. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to check it out. So this is a great way to see if the plans will work for you. Check out prepdish.com plans for this amazing deal. Again, that's preptishcom slash plans for your first two weeks free. If you try it, let me know. I'd love to hear about it. You are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes in part from Jenny Kane. I love Jenny Kane, and I hope you love shopping there to support the show. When you do, visit JennyKane.com and use code PLANS for 15% off your first order. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and this is the perfect gift to treat all the well-deserving moms, moms-to-be, and mother figures in your life. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed easier than it's ever been before. Think minimalist and effortless, yet totally refined. This season, I am so into the beautiful dresses that Jenny Kane has on offer. My personal pick and what I'm hoping to wear all season is the Callend dress. I have it in the khaki color and feel like I could literally wear it to anything. And the best part is it's perfect for warm weather, which we have plenty of, but you could also layer it in a chilly, air-conditioned space. I also have my eye on the day dress. It's such a classic silhouette. One thing you might not know about Jenny Kane is that they also have an incredible rewards program where you can earn up to 10% back with every purchase and joining is completely free. Find your perfect Mother's Day gift or curate your new spring uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code PLANS, P-L-A-N-S, at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I, k-a-y-n-e dot com promo code plans get yourself and the women in your life the best gift of all jenny kane anyone i don't know i'm just looking at this nice monthly spread and thinking about could i live without a weekly planner spread and what would that do to my planning practices so we have the whole month and the um, saturday and sunday are in kind of a very light gray shading And there is a nice kind of to-do list along the most left-hand column. They do start their week on a Monday, which makes me happy. I don't like when the weekend's all divided up, especially because my call schedule always has me working Saturday if I'm working Sunday. And I don't like it when, you know, there's two separate columns of work. It makes it harder to track my call schedule. And then after that, you have the daily pages. And I am going to go into a very detailed discussion of what comprises a Day Designer Daily page, since that is the meat of this planner. But first, we're going to stop for a break from this week's episode's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Stillness and Movement. Stillness and Movement is a small virtual yoga studio that offers sustainable, mindful vinyasa flow classes to help students find steadiness and ease in their bodies and minds. Most virtual yoga is taught by a teacher who is on their mat, unable to see or hear their students, but that is not how they teach at Stillness and Movement. They feel they can best connect with and support their students if they can actually see them, so they teach with primarily verbal cues, and the students appreciate that this moves the emphasis away from the aesthetics of a shape and towards the experience of the practice. At Stillness & Movement, they weave vinyasa flow movement practices with Buddhist teachings because they love the way sustained movement and deep presence complement each other. They combine awareness, breath, and vinyasa with somatic practices and functional strength training to fill the movement gaps left in our modern lifestyle. You can learn more and sign up for a class by going to stillnessandmovement.com and take your first class for free when you use the code BLP. I myself enjoyed a class at Stillness and Movement and it felt like a treat in the middle of my busy day. So I highly encourage you to take advantage of this offer. You may actually see me in your future class. All right, we are back with some deep dive into the Day Designer daily page as promised. So I am looking at the mini. There is a slight difference between what you see in the mini and what you see in the original size. But on the mini, you have a very nicely designed layout with a small quote at the top and just for fun I'll tell you that like the most recent quotes are by Plato by Robert Louis Stevenson one of them is unnamed by Lao Tzu so that's kind of cool some different traditions uh, represented there and then there is a space for today's top three on the left hand corner with check boxes I really like that because often I do kind of betray my own sensibilities and put more than three things um in my priority list and that's not always realistic so i like that they force you to drill down to the top three then you have little boxes up at the top one for do one for dollars one for dinner and one for don't forget i could imagine myself repurposing some of these for example the don't forget i would probably put my little habits dashboard that i typically put kind of on the right hand corner of my current planner so these could of course be customized i do like to plan what our dinners are so that box is useful And we do track expenditures, but I do that digitally. So I'm not entirely sure what I would put on the dollars box, but I'm sure I would come up with something. Then the page is split into two columns. On the left are the hours. On the original size, the hours goes from from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m., which I think is fantastic since I do tend to get up around 5. So I know those boxes might be wasted for some people who aren't totally morning people, but for me, that's great. And on the mini version, they go from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., just a line for each day. The lines are pretty wide. I'd say they're wide rule, so there's plenty of space. And then on the right, there is a to-do list. Um, there are, it looks like, 13 boxes, and I believe there are 17 boxes, which is a lot of boxes in the original. So I would probably repurpose some of these as well and use that space to record, say, my workout or my nutrition or habits or other things that I wanted to track throughout the day. Then there is a small rectangle of notes along the bottom. And I practiced. Now, my one complaint, of course, is I wish they had put a very subtle dot grid or grid because I don't love writing without lines. But this is such a small space that I experimented and I was able to write relatively straight. So this is not a deal breaker for me. And then there's a small box to record daily gratitude, which is something that I do do daily. So it's nice to have a dedicated space for me. Now, I could never use this mini as my regular planner because it's just not quite big enough, I think, with this layout and the amount of space between lines to capture all the information i like to capture each day but i think the original might be a viable option in terms of keeping my whole calendar there and keep my to-do list i do feel like it might be a fun and interesting experiment not to be living off of a weekly spread which i recognize seems kind of odd for someone who's been doing it for many years but i don't know i just kind of want to try it out so I will let you know if I do end up trying this. I sort of don't necessarily think it would be a long-term switch for me, but might help me to take a little bit more global view of my goals and stop getting kind of caught in the trap of really just thinking about one week at a time and forgetting about the bigger picture. So that is your day designer in a nutshell. You have all of these daily pages, one for every single day of the year. Actually, I forgot. The weekend pages are different which I'm not sure entirely how I feel about because I feel like I have as much going on on a given weekend day as I do during the week sometimes, but they have just the calendar hours, um, again, from seven to seven on this one, and I assume from five to nine in the, the other planner, as well as a top three, and then a small box showing just a little square for each day where you could perhaps put next week's workouts or menu plan or any important upcoming events that you want to be aware of. This is a little bit different than the regular weekday page and I assume that I'm gonna flip through and just check out like Christmas, that for holidays, they just treat it like a regular weekday if it's on a weekday. Yes, they do. So that's nice to verify. All right, so that is the day designer. You can send me any questions that you have, and if I'm able to answer it with the one that I have right now, I'll be happy to, or I could always ask some day designer aficionados out there. I know there are some, I did end up registering so that I could become an affiliate. So if you would like to buy it via my link, absolutely no pressure. I think it's the same cost to you or there may be uh, sometimes deals, although I don't know of one right now um, and I would get a small credit of some kind and I'll put that link in the show notes. Um, Of course, you could also purchase through any of your other favorite planner, superstar, podcaster or bloggers link, uh, but I just wanted to provide that option if you were interested. All right, so on to our next product. We're going to discuss two other things a little more briefly. The first is that I bought my very first Villa Beautiful pen. And I think I mentioned it when I got to be a guest on Planners & Wine, which, by the way, was so much fun and quite an honor. But the Villa Beautiful pens are something I learned about from Myra. She goes by Myra Plans It on YouTube and Instagram, and she is one half of the Planners & Wine uh, duo. You guys know I love that podcast and I love those ladies. And she, like, exclusively uses these pens and she really collects them and she has beautiful cases for them and she has all different colors and it's really, really cool. The interesting thing about Villa Beautiful pens is that they are very um, glitzy but also very kind of professional looking in a way. Like, they have a refined look to them. The nib is metal. Um, They look kind of... um, fancy and they feel like kind of real luxury items they only come in black gel ink that I could find although perhaps there's a world of hackers who figure out how to fill these with different colored inks I'm not sure and I would not promise that so if you know of anything like that let me know because I think it would be really cool since these pens all have beautiful different glitter pen bodies if there were different colors of ink that you could fill them with but currently they sell them in the black ink They came in about a week, as promised, in beautiful protective cases, and they came with a refill for each pen. And they do write like a dream, including in the Day Designer, which I just reviewed. Um, They do have a little bit of a thicker line than what I am used to. My go-to pen for non-Hobonichi, non-Tomo River paper is the Pentel Energel Klena usually in the 0.04 size. So I don't like a super thick line, but I feel like, hey, I do enjoy writing with the Villa Beautiful pens. I think I'm gonna keep one at work because it'll be fun to fill out patient forms with this beautiful glittery pen. I just need to make sure not to lose it. And if anyone's curious, I got the, I got one that's like a black with like a, Glittery, sort of dark, blackish, maroon glitter, as well as one that I'm using right now, which is teal with a teal glitter inside, and it's really, really pretty. And I'm sure it will get stolen by my children at some point if I don't protect it really, really well. And it is a small, female-owned company. The owner's name is Tiffany Ross, which is why beautiful is spelled with two f's. So she did not misspell that. But if you look it up, it's VillaBeautiful.com with two f's in the word beautiful. All right, so that was number two. The third really fun product I just wanted to kind of throw a shout out to is that I finally bought a sticker printer. Oh my goodness. I've wanted, I've seen people, you know, a long time ago, I think there was one by like Fujifilm or like a snap something. I, I apologize because I don't know what it was called because I never had it. But I saw how people had these tiny printed stickers and their planners and I thought that was the coolest thing. And you know what? As an adult with a job, like I realized I can attain this goal. Like I can make this happen for myself. So for a mere like $56, I purchased a Kodak Step, which is a very cute little... Uh, and by the way, I did about three minutes of research because I tend to make decisions pretty impulsively. And if you've learned about maximizers versus satisficers, I am a full on satisficer. And when I saw that this was relatively affordable and made sticker printers, and there were like at least a couple positive reviews on Amazon, I just went ahead and clicked buy. And I have been really, really happy. I've made several stickers. It was really easy to pair it with my phone. You just download the free app. You can put little word bubbles or comments on the stickers and use different filters to make them look different. I've already made a couple for my kids. And I've enjoyed putting some of them in my Hobonichi five-year planner so that I can have a visual image to mark the day. I'm not a good artist when it comes to drawing, so this feels like a really fun way of being able to add some images to my planning and my memory planning without being embarrassed by my poor graphic design skills. So that was the third product I wanted to mention. I know there are other brands. Not all of them come with sticker backs, though. That was part of what made me choose this one. The photos are like two by three. You can make a collage, which means I could use one, you know, sticker back to create a few little tiny stickers to put in my planner, which I think I'll experiment with that next. Um, You would just have to cut them up. But oh my gosh, how cute would little accents be of like my kids' faces or... I don't know, anything. So the planners and wine logo. See, the possibilities are endless. Or the best laid plans logo. I can make some on-brand some on brand stickers. Anyway, I am digressing, but I guess this is just a note to say, if you have something that you've been interested in obtaining for years and it's really not a big deal of a thing, you should probably just go ahead and buy it. It will bring you a lot of joy. And at worst case, you will be out like $55. So that's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Best Laid Plans. We reviewed the day designer. We talked about the Villa Beautiful Pens. And we discussed my new Kodak Step sticker printer. And uh, we will be back next week. Um, You can, as I mentioned, purchase day designer through my affiliates if you desire to on my blog, theshoebox.com. I'll put that in the show notes. And if you are a day designer devotee, or you have discovered some secrets to photo printing amazing accent stickers for your planners, let me know. I would love to hear about them. Have a wonderful week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.